You're listening to a Sharesies podcast. Let's dive into the numbers because in your recent results for Briscoe Group, you did still get a healthy profit over the six months to, to July, 45.6 million. But within that, there was also a 3.9% decline in profit. Um, and along with those results, um, you were talking to reporters, you said retail in general facing, quote, significant headwinds. So how bad do you think those headwinds could be? Is there anything you're doing now to try and respond to them ahead of time? Okay, let me double back on that uh, on that profit number. Um, it's interesting to note that the the period I'm comparing it to was a period in which we were in and out of lockdown. Uh, supply chain was a bit of a problem getting stock. Um, and, um, you know, I had a lot of people off work. So what we did, we chose not to advertise and promote anywhere near as heavily as we had in the past because, well, there was no point in discounting, selling all the stock and not being able to get back into stock. And so whilst this period just gone, our profit is down 3.9% uh, or something, something like that, um, it was compared to a period where the profit was the highest it's been in 150 years. So it was never the profit was never going to stay at that particular number because that was just an extraordinary number. Um, so the, the slight dip in profit was not a big surprise to us and, and was forecast by us. Um, uh, so uh, what was the second part of your question? Uh, in terms of when you talked about significant headwinds coming for retail, oh, what yeah, headwinds yeah. do you see coming? Okay. Um, yes, there will be. Look, there'll be the continuation of supply chain. Uh, even today, in some of our ranges, we might have toasters in five colours, but I've only got three colours in stock. There's also, uh, we've got uh, uh, salary increases. We've had uh, the cost of labour go up significantly. Um, we've got uh, interest rates, uh, housing interest rates. People I've noticed of very, very recent times are not feeling quite as wealthy as they did a year ago. Uh, why? I guess because the, the, the house price that they own is now with the market now softening, it's not quite as valuable. The cost of fuel to travel is now you know, quite a different price than what it was a year ago. Go down to the supermarket, I've just come out of a board meeting and one of my directors said, you ought to see the price of capsicums. Now, I don't, I don't shock myself, but that would resonate with a lot of people. Food and vegetables are, are significantly higher than what they were. And inflation is going to be running probably you know, at a 10-year high once we start to get some of those numbers through. So I think in the suburbs, people are not feeling as wealthy or as secure or as bright about the future. And so what that does has a tendency from time to time to tighten up discretionary spending. So they're the sorts of headwinds that I think we um, are likely to experience in the near future. So as a retailer, how do you respond to that? Because that those are quite a few <clears throat> challenges and some fairly significant ones in there. Yes, you're exactly right. Well, I, I, I can tell you how we respond. I try and each eat someone else's lunch. Okay? 
So if there's 10% less sales available, because only 90% of the people are continuing to spend, then I try and steal someone else's lunch. And now that means that I promote more heavily. I do some other clever things in terms of my uh, online and the sort of things that we promote into the market. Um, look, your budget's always there, but sometimes you've got to do clever things to get it. And sometimes you have to steal it off someone else, another uh, one of your competitors. And so that, that's what we aim to do. Investing involves risk. You might lose the money you start with. We recommend talking to a licensed financial advisor. We also recommend reading product disclosure documents before deciding to invest.